Live from the Atlanta Pen Show, this is the Pen Addict episode 150. I want to thank today's sponsors, Lynda.com, Pen Chalet, and Mashdrop. My name is Mike Hurley, and I'm joined by Mr. Brad Dowdy. Hey, guys. And Anna Reinert. Hi, Anna. Hi. Hello. Guys, we made it. We're here. This has been like the experience to end all experiences. It's been really, really amazing. I... I I'm at a loss for words, and we're going to have to sit here and talk for like the next hour, and my mind's so blown, I don't even know what to say. It's been really awesome. So this is the second day of the pen show. Mm-hmm. So it's Saturday, right? We got here yesterday. Um, but we, me, me and you met for, have met for the first time now. Yeah, so let's, let's talk about the first, the first bro hug that we had. Yep. You know, I was so excited for the show that I couldn't sleep the morning before I came to pick you up, so I slept. I got up early. I got to the airport. We're going to go with two and a half hours early. Anna, um, you might dispute that. Um, he was he was trying to leave like four hours early. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to go to the airport. I'm going to pick Mike up. Yeah, so Anna was texting me because she had already arrived by the time I'm leaving to pick you up. And I'm trying to not tell her how early I'm leaving and how late you arrive comparatively. So, But I still got to the international terminal. I'm going to say a good two and a half hours early. I was just that excited. I just wanted to be there. And, uh, you know, I couldn't couldn't wait. And then um, I got all the way over there and I was like, he might jump the train to the domestic terminal where I'm not at. <laughs> and then I'll have to be hunting him down all day. But then uh, you texted me. You got off the plane. You collected your bags. Immigration knew you were Mike Hurley professional podcasters. They scooted you on through. And from the time that you landed until you were in my arms was about 20 minutes, 25 <laughs> minutes. That and was what happened. We shared, That was totally what happened. Yeah. We hugged a lot. There we did. You took a photo, put it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Took a photo. We had a good photo. We hugged a lot. Um, we poked a lot because we weren't sure if it was real or not. And we stared a lot. Like, if I talk, is it like we're talking on the microphone or are we talking <laughs> in real life? <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was pretty awesome. So I want to take a moment to just thank everyone who made this happen. Like all of this is because of the fantastic Kickstarter backers that brought me here and made this happen. And we're recording a video right now, um, which is going to be up for the Kickstarter backers later on. And so just thank you to all of you for making this happen. This is like a dream come true. We're going to tell you about like the amazing stuff that we've had this, we've been doing this weekend, but just this right now. Just thank you so much. Yes, thank you all so much. Thank you. And, uh, it, it's amazing. You you guys rock for supporting our little thing that we do. It's it's pretty crazy. I already feel like this is going to be just a yearly thing now. Like I, I I just feel like I, this is just going to be, be part of my like conference calendar. Yeah, the pen show. <laughs> I think Anna, we can put you down, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I can't wait to do this again. Yeah. People keep asking me, like, really, this is your first pen show, and I'm like, yeah. Can you think you could really top this? <laughs> <laughs> that is good. That's a huge difficulty. It's a huge because I mean, there's been so many people that I know mm-hmm. from online that I've gotten to meet and to get to meet you and to finally get to meet Brad. I mean, there's just, it's been such a great opportunity to just meet everybody in person and everybody's, you know, sharing and swapping pens and swapping stories. Um, It's going to be, it's going to be tough to beat it. Like if I go anywhere else, like if I, on an offhand chance, I decide to go to Dallas, I'm like, it'll be very different experience. I think it absolutely will. And we'll, we'll talk about this more, but the links that people travel to get here is just, shocking it's awesome it's really really cool just how far everyone came just for like this little pin event 
It's funny because people keep asking me, oh, have you been to any other pen shows? I'm like, I went to the London pen show. I was like, what was it like? And I'm like, oh, it was really boring. <laughs> because, but then I'm thinking about it and it's kind of not fair because it was just me on right. my own at the pen show, right? So it's not going to be that exciting. Like, I don't know what I would have expected. Mm. Oh, well, no one from Atlanta was at the London pen show, so it kind of <laughs> sucked. Yeah, yeah. I, there is a bar that we have set and you just said that and I wasn't really thinking about it. I thought that before, right? It was like the bar is set, been set pretty high Mm -hmm. so but that's good i like that challenge it's you know it's been so amazing and everyone's been so nice people that i've met before people that i haven't Mm -hmm. you know the the vendors they come right up and just they ask me questions what are you looking for what do you want you know what do you want to buy where are you from mm -hmm. yep what's your blog no, they don't ask us that. They don't ask me yeah. that. They not some of them aren't sure what blogs are. Lots of them are. <laughs> Trying to explain the podcast has been a, an interesting experience. It has been. It has been, but people get it pretty quickly most of the time. So, yeah. It's been good. So, obviously one of the reasons we're here, well the, the reason that you're here and what brought me here is that you're exhibiting this one. Yeah, knock this is Knox's first pin show. Um, we really wanted to try to get there last year, but we were still in the throes of Kickstarter. We were knee deep in what we were trying to deliver for Kickstarter. So we couldn't go to a show <laughs> and try to sell cases when we haven't fulfilled our Kickstarter. So we were actually kind of let down. Just we let ourselves down because we couldn't deliver the Kickstarter in time. But I think the end result has only made it better and it's only gotten bigger and like stronger than what we could have delivered last year. So, you know, having that, you know, as I don't want to call it a failure the first year, but just to see how awesome this year became from it, like that's not even on my radar, um, what we did um, last year compared to this year. It just doesn't exist. This is just like start with the clean slate this year. Knox exhibiting, it's gone insanely well. Um, I didn't have any expectations. I didn't know what to expect at all. So. I had didn't set any expectations, certainly no dollar expectations. I just wanted to meet people and talk. And I have talked, man. My voice is raspy. And you can hear it breaking right when I <laughs> right when I said that, it broke. And I've been getting grief because all I've done is talk. And if I took nothing else away from that show, just meeting the people that we have, knock stuff aside, just meeting the people mm-hmm. has been the best. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really good. It's been awesome. And I did the same thing. I woke up this morning after the party last night. And I'm like, oh, God, I hope I haven't lost my voice. <laughs> I didn't realize how much I had talked last night. I was super raspy this morning. Yeah. So I felt it last night. Then I felt it this morning. And none of it registered that, hey, I'm going to have to go talk in front of a microphone later. Maybe I should do something about it to like two hours ago. You know, I started drinking. So, yeah, I, I'm hurting pretty good. But Knox, um, effort at the show would not happen without my partner Jeff and all the employees at the shop, you know, Alice, Kevin, Ashley, everyone who's helping us, Dino. Um, they killed it so hard. I, I can't even tell you to to make just the knock piece of the show super successful. So yeah, it's been really good. So Brad, I'm gonna stop you there. Yep. So I want to thank our first sponsor and then we actually talk about what it's been like for you to exhibit okay. not co for the first time. Sure. This very special episode, our 150th episode, is brought to you by our friends over at lynda.com, the online learning platform with over 3,000 on-demand video courses to help you strengthen your business, technology, and creative skills. For a free 10-day trial, visit lynda.com slash penaddict. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash 
pen addict. Lynda.com is for problem solvers, for the curious, for people who want to make things happen. Maybe you want to master Excel, learn negotiation tactics, build a website, or boost your Photoshop skills. Lynda.com can make that happen for you. You can watch and learn from these experts who are super passionate about teaching. These people can teach you stuff about design. They can teach you stuff about the foundations of color. Lynda.com have also set this really great site now to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Photoshop. Um, so they have this whole microsite with tons of training there, which is at lynda.com slash 25PS. So that just goes through all of Photoshop. They've collected a bunch of really, really cool stuff for you guys there. You can find it if you're interested in learning a bit more about Photoshop. You can browse each of Lynda's courses. You can look at their transcripts. You can see, you can basically search for the type of thing that you're looking for. Oh, I want to remember that bit that I heard before. And you can just watch the video straight from that point. You can also take notes as you go and you can refer to these later. Your Lynda.com membership is going to give you unlimited access to training on hundreds of topics all for one flat rate. You can watch them wherever you are, whenever you are. They have their iOS and Android apps as well as watching on the web. Whether you're looking to become an industry expert, you're passionate about a hobby, or you just want to learn something new, visit Lynda.com right now. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash penaddict to start your free 10-day trial. Thank you so much to Lynda.com for supporting this show and all of Relay FM. So, Mr. Brad Dowdy. Yes. We arrived yesterday for the for to setting up at the pen show. Right. So, it started off with, <laughs> we weren't ready. <laughs> yeah, we pretty much weren't ready because when I registered, I checked in to get our vendor badges. I found out the show opened two hours prior to we planned on being set up so right out the gate we're behind the eight ball Talking like about registration badges what did mine say yes yeah, so mike is now officially my wife this is some kind of marriage <laughs> this is georgia so i i don't know how legal this is or not but mike is now known as mary beth dowdy mm-hmm. which is my wife's name so uh, according to our vendor badges so we picked those up and i'm just going through the registration sheet and just you know seeing what time everything is first thing that jumps right out is like hey look today they opened two hours earlier than i planned to be ready yep so we're under the gun already and you know, just the in the big picture planning for the show from Knox's perspective i felt solid like manufacturing wise i thought the the shop crew has totally killed everything that we have yep. they have everything down we have tons of cases tons of paper everything physically is ready to go so we go in two hours early um, we unload and thanks to everyone who's helped us you know like mike has been able to spend some time at the booth helping us and anna has been directing people over to us and making more sales for us <laughs> in the sh- entire show and but just the initial setup of the show was a little bit hectic because, number one, we were behind. I felt. We really weren't. Nobody I mean, was there. Nobody was there, so we weren't actually behind. Yes, it opened at 10 o'clock. Nobody arrived till like, lunchtime. Yeah, so we had plenty of time to set up. But lesson number one for knock for trade shows is we didn't have a table plan. Like, we didn't have a layout plan. We didn't have, like, risers, say, for better display. I think we did great with what we had, and we enlisted the help of everyone who was there to talk about some display options and how we would lay things. all hands on deck. It was literally a circle around our table, um, front and back. And this is two eight-foot-long tables, so you think all around the back and all around the front, we had people going... You know, let's talk about how we do this. And the, and the end up, 
of the setup ended up perfect. I think for what we had and what we needed to do, it was great. Because one of the great things about your products is they're so bright. Mm -hmm. Like that's the, that, like the, all the knock stuff is just like you walk in the door and it's like, pow. Mm -hmm. You also got great placement in the space. Okay. Right yeah. inside the front so door of the first room. So let's talk about that. I had nothing to do with that. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. I just, what I said, I asked for one thing when I registered that can we be near the Andersons? And I only said that because the way the, the pen show set up, there's two rooms, right? I just wanted to be in the room with them because that was my safety blanket, right? I know like if anything went wrong, I can go to Lisa or Brian and say, here's my issue. Can you help me? And I didn't tell them this beforehand. They didn't know that I asked to be <laughs> near them. Um, but I had they're, a, they're now going to step away a little bit like, oh, like, scary groupies. Like, hopefully they're not listening to this live stream <laughs> or they're going to ask me to be moved tomorrow. <laughs> so there'll be a restraining order left on your. Yeah. So that was my safety blanket. And plus they bring the crowd. Right. People come to see the Andersons. Right. Absolutely. So that We're doesn't like four or five tables. Yeah. Ink paper like basically every that i've never seen so many retro 51s in one place yeah like it was quite emotional so the anderson <laughs> the andersons know how to do pin shows that's they what really they do, do. they yes. kill it so i said let me be there near, near the andersons well the andersons are in the same spot every year so i knew where they were so our spot ended up being directly behind the andersons but where that put us was right smack in front of the first door that everyone walks into in the pin show they walk smack into our table i had no expectation of that and there's people that have been doing this show for 20 years and don't get placement like that mm -mm. and i don't i don't think so and they don't have any reason to do that specific thing there's other options <laughs> Um, that was really, when I saw that, my eyes opened. I was like, this is really good. I, there's no, you walk around two full ballrooms, say pick out any table you want. You pick out the one that we got. It and it, and it does help that you're to what you said, Mike, the product is super vivid. Mm -hmm. And so people walk in, they've never, a lot of people have never seen pen cases that weren't brown leather or black yep. leather. And you walk in and there's bright orange and bright mm -hmm. blue and these really vivid colors mm -hmm. and it just it's like you everyone gravitates you know like ooh shiny yep yep and so we got it set up and man, i was sweating buckets and it, it it wasn't like from work it's certainly not the physical labor part but it's just like nerves and adrenaline you're just like pumping and your your brain's just going a, a thousand miles a minute and you know so we got it set up and then a few people started trickling in um the customers were coming in and then I have to use this square dongle on my phone and I've never done that before. <laughs> so that took me a minute, about two or three sales. I was good. And then we were off to the races. I mean, I think it's been, it's been pretty perfect since then. No issues. Um, you know, we have like set up things, you know, there's definitely good notes to take from our first trade show, but outside of that, I don't know that I would change a thing. One of the craziest things is like, I said to you, we kind of need another square dongle, which you wouldn't even yeah. think like, oh, it's, we're going to be in so much demand. We need yeah. two cash registers. But mm -hmm. yeah, you do. Yeah. So we were passing the phone back and forth down the table um, and reaching over each other to grab the phone from the other one so we could swipe cards. Like it's been amazing, but exhausting because I was enlisted and I've been enjoying it. So it's basically it's been me, you and Jeff and we've had Kevin and, and Kevin. Yep pretty much the entire and time. David, David, too. David, yeah. David's helped us a bunch. And it's been, like, so two days so far, 
and it's been crazy, but mm-hmm. it's been so much fun. Yeah, I don't know that I've had this outside of like my marriage and my children, like outside of like personal family stuff. This might be like the greatest weekend of my life. And I'm not exaggerating. It's been amazing. You know, I'm sitting like three feet away from Anna Reinert, who I've never met in person in my life. And, you know, I just want to give her a hug and say, never go away again. (laughs) (laughs) It's like so cool. It's it's, you know, I stumble across the words and I say them the same, same thing over and over again. It's, it's mind boggling, but this weekend, and it's, it's not even close to over yet has been unbelievable. So like one of my favorite things where sometimes like people leave, like you might go somewhere mm-hmm. or I might go somewhere or Jeff goes somewhere. And there's been a couple of times where it's just been me on the table mm-hmm. and people come over and I'm like, I promise these are made in America. Yep. Like, because people start talking to me and they look at me and I was like, no, no, really. Like, I'm just here. The guys that make these, they're in Atlanta. Like, I swear, it's just down the road. And yeah. they're like, where are you from? Yeah. Like, I'm, I kept getting a lot of, like, where are you from, yep. boy? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> London. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, the, the people are amazing. And like, people are like so interested in in the knock stuff like people that haven't seen it before we've had a couple of people it's been, i don't even know if this has happened like a couple of people just come and just ask for a specific thing like i want a high tower in blue it's mm-hmm. like how do you even and just like had like 20 dollars in their hands like where did you i don't right. understand right who are you where did you come from and wow <laughs> you know it, it's nuts so from the knock perspective i couldn't ask for anything more it, it's been outstanding and it's also what something I've really liked as well is like your table's been just like a place for people to hang out. Yeah, that's been so cool. Like when you were you were saying a second ago about how if one of us has gone to take a break or whatever, and the other one's there. Like if I'm there, someone's asking, Where can I find Mike? Have you seen Anna? And all this stuff, like, you know, you know, Thomas Hall, he's around here somewhere. Do you know where he is? Hiding on it's, the tables. So like pens. our table has been this little hub of all this connected activity. It's the in-person Slack room is at our table, yeah. right? So, you know, the Notco Slack room, um, we invented real life in person. Because it's um, one of the really funny things is so many people have come to Atlanta that wouldn't usually. Oh, yeah. Uh, Anna Reiner, yeah. Mike Hurley. Came all the way from London. Yeah, not the furthest away. No, I know. We'll, we'll get into that in a little bit later. <laughs> <laughs> Should we take... I, I want to... Because we're talking about exhibiting, but mm-hmm. like, so we're here to sell, but we're also here to buy as well. Mm-hmm. We've all been buying yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk a little bit about that as well, like what it's been like buying at the show and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Before we do that, talking about buying pens, uh, we have our good friends over at the Pen Chalet sponsoring this week's episode as well. You know Pen Chalet. They sell just everything. They sell amazing rollables, fountain pens, ballpoints. They have everything. They have all your favorite brands like Lamy, Pilot, Caveco, Namiki, so many more. They're an authorized dealer of all of them. They offer great customer service. They're always running deals. We we have more deals today that I'm going to get to than we've ever had before. So like we haven't spent enough money today? Yeah. Is that what you're telling me? Well, I'm just going to make you spend more. Okay. Like, Pen Chalet are awesome. They do free shipping on orders over 50 bucks in the United States. I'm saying bucks because I've been saying this so so much <laughs> hey, over the last couple of days. Mike can count American money. It's pretty awesome. That's American so cool. money is all the same size and it drives me crazy. Because like <laughs> British money, the, the, like, the bigger the note, the, it's physically bigger. 
So it's so e- anyway. We've, yeah. we've been talking I've heard about this a story. So a million pound note doesn't actually you can't fold that up and put it's it like in your pocket. It's like the size of the, the country. <laughs> <laughs> um, but talking about the UK, Penchalet, they do ship internationally. They have great shipping rates as well, and that's just something I've had stuff shipped from Penchalet before. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to go to penchalet.com. That's P-E-N-C-H-A-L-E-T.com, and use the code PENADDICT. You're going to save ten percent off on your order. I'll click the podcast link at the top of the website and enter the password PENADDICT for even more savings as well as your 10% off. Now, if people listening to the audio, these are going to be the deals they're going to get. I mean, people watching the video, the deals may be different, but there's always great mm-hmm. deals over at Penchalet. So let me tell you about some of the stuff that we've got today. So not only are Penchalet doing a giveaway at the moment, which you can find over on their website, which is for National Stationery Week. They have $1,500 in prizes, including a grand prize total of a $1,000 retail Platinum 3776 Black Tiger. I've never even heard of this, but it costs a grand. <laughs> so they're doing it at the moment. That less like a big giveaway that they're doing, but their usual deals that they're doing. So we have Pilot Custom 823, Pilot Custom 74, Namiki Falcon, Pelican 200, Platinum Psy? Yeah, Psy, mm-hmm. I believe. Lamy Studio, Imperial Blue, Lamy Tipo Rollable, and Lamy CP1. They have different colors and different uh, nib sizes. Mm-hmm. So you can go over to the website, penchalet.com, Click the little radio podcast button, enter the pen addict code. You'll get a list of all these great stuff. The prices are incredible. I'm just looking at the page now. They've got some some fantastic stuff for you guys this time. So you should go check it out. Thank you so much to Penchalet for sponsoring this week's episode. We love you guys. We'd love it. Thank Every you, Brian. Here, they're here all the time. Ron and everyone at Penchalet, thank you so much for helping make this happen. Because they have. They help make this stuff happen. Uh, there's no doubt that, you know, guys like Ron and companies like Penchalet and everyone else... Um, who sponsors the show is also why we're here. I mean, they help us get us here. So thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yep. So we will be buying stuff. Yeah. It's been, um, I think, I don't know if I bought the lease. I've certainly shopped the lease. So why don't Anna, you talk about what your buying experience has been like. I think like he's insinuating you've been shopping from day one. Cause See, I, to I be s- honest, there's other people who have seriously out shopped me. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen you the least. So that means you've been shopping the most. I've been talking, <laughs> which is, I mean, for me, normally I'm, I'm very, I'm generally introverted and I, uh-huh. I'm fearful of strangers, uh-huh. but everybody here has been so nice yeah. and so kind and helpful and polite. And mm-hmm. so it's like every table I go to, next thing you know, I'm getting stories about like, you know, fighting in the Korean war. And next thing you know, I'm pulling up a chair and we're having a conversation and I'm getting all these wonderful stories. So the opportunity just to meet people and, and find all this, you know. They yeah. tell me histories of how wh- how they acquired certain vintage pens and yeah, that's something you only get at a pen, pen show. show. Yeah, and yeah. and I and because I'm here all three days, I have mm-hmm. time to be like, you know what? I want to hear this story. Right. Let me pull up a chair and sit and talk with you for a while, because um, I don't have to like I'm not rushing through trying to do this in a day, mm-hmm. which has made it really nice. And it's given me opportunity to walk through the show several times, look at different tables, both vintage and new vendors. Mm-hmm play with inks. Um, I spent a lot of time at the Franklin Christoph playing. They had a, they have whole trays with every single nib type that they have and they have them inked up so you can figure out which nib you want put into yeah. which pen body. So, so this it's is like almost, 30 different testers or so. Approximately yeah, because they, they yeah. have the steel ones and they have the gold nibs mm-hmm. and so you can try each one of them. And so that was, you know, there was an hour and a half right there. Right, that's exactly like, right. You have to try them all. And then you have to go back because by the time you get to the last one, yeah. you're like, oh, I can't remember what that first one that's was. That's exactly right. <laughs> and what I really like about the Franklin Christoph as well is once you've picked it, so you pick the body, you pick the nib, they then have you sit down, they tune it. Yeah. 
which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And he and he wants to ink it up for you and yeah. make sure that you've had your your experience. And does this feel okay for you? Do we yeah. need to sits with you individually and works yeah. through all that stuff? Which is really amazing yeah. too. So and that's something. Happy birthday, you can... Jim. Happy birthday, yeah. Jim. <laughs> um, but having that opportunity, so those—that's part of my shopping trip. Was I did I spent I, I visited the Franklin Christoph booth several times before I finally made a decision. And when I made a decision, um, Lori at Franklin Christoph was like, "You better decide what you want because I've only got one of the pocket sixty sixes left." Mm-hmm. So, get off the pot. <laughs> <laughs> so I had she finally was like, "I'm holding this off for you," um, but if you're not down here first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. I'm selling it. So she got me before we opened this morning and she said, as soon as you see Anna, send her over to me. Well, and I got my time zones mixed up. My computer <laughs> didn't reset. So my computer was on central oh, time. Yeah. So I'm upstairs thinking it is 855 and I'm just going to stroll in there at nine o'clock and I get down there and everybody's like, where the heck have you been? Yep. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> but she took care of Lori's been great. All yeah, weekend, she's been care super. Of yes. Taking care of everybody. Every time I look over there, that table's packed. Absolutely. I hope yeah. they've, and they have, they've been selling out. They've, you know, they're out of half the nibs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, which is awesome because yeah. you know that they've, they do this a lot. So yep. they know how much to bring and yet still things are selling out. Yep. So that's really amazing. Yeah. Most of it was gone Friday and Friday is just like mm-hmm. the early birthday basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's Friday work hours for normal people. Not that we're normal people physically at a pen show, but you get the drift. Um, I thought it would be pretty light traffic. Um, vendors milling around, talking mm-hmm. with each other, catching up on friends and mm-hmm. that and it, we were really busy with sales and everyone else was too. It was a really kind of a nuts day. I, di- I didn't expect Friday to be go that way at all. I think so, a lot of the other vendors said the same thing. Yeah. Like their Fridays are usually much quieter. And I mm-hmm. think it was the huge pen addict community contingency that came in and said, I came all the way from Baltimore. I came all the way from New York. Mm-hmm. I want... I'm going to get what I want as soon as I can. And I don't Mm -hmm. want them to sell out. So, which is awesome. So the, the kind of the way that the pen show set up is like there's two rooms and one room has more modern stuff. So this is the room that, that we're in Mm -hmm. because the Andersons have like four tables Mm -hmm. and Franklin, Franklin Christoph have like three tables. Mm -hmm. So it takes up the majority of the room. Yeah. And it's not divided that way on purpose. It just happens to be, they're just a big, we're we're actually in the smaller room, Yeah, Mm -hmm. but it's the first, main main room because that's where you get to first yep. so and then the other the, the other room the large room has a lot more vintage stuff mm-hmm. there's some huge vintage spreads i mean like you'll see the andersons have a bunch of vintage stuff but they might have one table of vintage stuff there's guys in and gals in the back room with like two and three tables just spreads of, of vintage pens like really good looking stuff yeah and i haven't even made it back there to shop yet like at all yeah because it's harder to because you have to leave the room right yes have to leave the room and and go i've I've only made it to a couple tables so you got the 66 pocket from franklin Mm -hmm. christoph did you get anything else i did today i made it over into the larger room Mm -hmm. and i bought um two estabrooks i got a yellow purse pen to Mm -hmm. match my i have a pink one that Mm -hmm. i found on ebay a couple years ago and um then i got a replacement for i had a green um, Esterbrook that was starting to crack. Mm-hmm. And so the green, of course, green's my favorite color. Yeah. So, um, I wanted to find another green one and I wasn't, I wasn't going to be picky about whether I got an SJ or yeah. uh, transitional or whatever, but I found a transitional, um, green, um, in nice shape that had been resacked and oh, got a very perfect. nice price on it. So, that's, 
it's very pleased. And he's like, oh, you know, about the nibs. And I'm like, no, I'm good. I got, I got, yeah. I got a pile I got of them. I got that under control. Yeah, yeah, I got that covered. Yeah, you have a ton of nibs. I do, and around. one of mine is missing, and I'm not sure if I didn't bring it or if I just managed to misplace mm-hmm. it. But yeah. hopefully it'll turn up. Yeah. Or there's been a, th- a theft. No. <laughs> dun, no. Dun. I, I've heard a rumor that there's in that room, there's two of the new Astorbergs. Oh, oh, yeah, I did room. hear about that. And yeah, and people are not talking nicely <laughs> about them. <laughs> I have not made an effort to seek them out because I, I might get a little. Yeah. yeah, that's on my radar for tomorrow. Hopefully they have one inked up. I can test out and see oh. how it goes. Your mind will be blown. Yes, <laughs> I, I fully expect my wallet to fly right out of my pants mm-hmm. and throw dollar bills at them. I can't buy one so so fast. Uh, yeah, I got to have one. What have you been buying? No. In your, in your like moments away from the table. So I knew pre-show that Franklin Christoph was going to have two new pens and that was going to be my first purchase. Um, What'd you buy? Just like straight over there. I bought the same pen you did, the Pocket 66 mm-hmm. in ice. What color did yours, did you well, get? mine's ice too. Yeah, twins, pen Twi- twins. Pen twins. <laughs> uh, actually, I think there's more like pen octuplets because i yeah. think there's a quite a few that got purchased yeah yeah so they're out, they're out of those pins now <laughs> yeah i think yeah, well this like morning. i said i got the last one yeah, so yeah they're, they're out of those um then they have a new slip cap model that they just introduced i think it's called the model 20 um i could be wrong on that it's so new i don't have it ingrained into my skull yet but it's just a straight black smooth clipless um pen and uh, the cap just there's no threading there's no click but the way it's designed, the slip cap design just sits on the pen perfectly when it's capped and then perfectly when it's posted. So there's no other action to that pen at all. Yeah, I don't know how it works, but it's like friction based. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I mean, it seems pretty incredible, but it just sits. Mm-hmm. You just put it on, it just sits. But and it's then, dead solid. And then when you take it off, you don't have to like really force it. It mm-hmm. just comes off. Mm-hmm. It's But it doesn't like fall off. It's pretty crazy. Did yeah. you buy one? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So part of the Frank, Frank and Christoph deal is the nibs that you get to pick mm-hmm. out. So what did you go with? Could you? S- um, I have a fine in mine. Okay. And but I, I also have an appointment with Mike Mas- Masayamo yeah. tomorrow. So. Yeah, we're gonna that get might to that. change. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna get to that. <laughs> so I got a fine cursive italic, which is one of Mike's grinds, and then I got a needlepoint, which is also one of Mike's grinds. I don't pass up uh, the chance to get Masayama nibs, and they stock them as part of their offerings for their pens. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that think that was the only two pens I bought yesterday. Then I picked up one today. Which yeah, is what really is that one today? So, um, new. No. So, friend of the show and current. Um, visitor of the podcast joe crace from franklin tennessee um gentleman stationer gentleman stationer mr gentleman stationer has been putting this lamy 2000 ballpoint uh in my face several times because every time he does it i ooh and ah and that's the reaction you want right not any lamy 2000 ballpoint the old old school well-worn and used like macrolon worn down smooth stamped made in west germany on oh, the barrel excellent and i was like where did you get this and he's like this guy over here and he showed me and he got it I don't know if he got it yesterday or today and he didn't tell me this up front and he came back around again and i said all right let me see the pen again i really like it i mean it's i mean it i don't want to say it looks like a beater but this is a well-loved pen and it's beautiful because of that right and he said you know the guy's got the same pen in a multi pen. And so I got 
that. I went that over. In your I went over there. I said, "Are you serious? I've never even seen that pen. I don't know what this pen is." And I said, "He pointed me to the guy, and like, I was over there with like in two minutes, right? Because this is something I would be super interested in if it was, you know, not a unicorn." And I went over there, and there it is sitting there. And I looked at it. It's in great shape. You know, it takes four D. It's got four ink cartridges, all D1 refills. None of them work. It must have like the original cartridges in it. It looks like a mess. Yeah, so... I got ideas. Yeah, so I can put all the magic D1 refills in there <laughs> instead of the Lamy ones. And um, I'm super happy with that but purchase. explain how this works. This so it's the like... crazy thing. So it's like the... I call it before, like when I review pens, and I don't actually know the real name for it, but I call it um, like a gravity... Um, eject where you basically turn the pen the direction you want the color to come out so you want to see on the pen barrel what color you want so this pen it's slotted um, for red green blue and black so you look at that color on the barrel then click the knock and that's the color that shoots out the barrel and so you look at it like (sighs) it's it's got the colors like around the top of the knock Mm -hmm. and as you look at it whatever's looking at you back you click and that's the color so you click in you Mm -hmm. turn it like 90 degrees you click mm-hmm. it and it'll be a different color it's crazy i've never seen anything like it and i and i'm so jealous of you yeah was it ridiculously expensive no and that's what makes it like the grin on my face even bigger <laughs> i'll tell you it was 45 bucks whoa yeah that's Which, amazing i don't Which, everyone hates bread down yeah no, i don't everybody. know what those go for because i didn't even look but it didn't matter for that price no right? absolutely not so like if it i not knowing anything about that pen it may go for a 50 bucks on ebay but like if it said like 150 bucks like in my head i'm like i've never even seen this pen much less heard of it i would say okay let me think about it then maybe do a little research on it and see you know where is that price line but for 45 bucks take it home clean it up get some you know zebra sarasa uh d1 gel refills that is exactly what i would recommend and i'd be good to go absolutely i'm real happy about that purchase yes i can see why you would be thanks joe for pointing me in the right direction. So between Friday and Saturday, I've been physically at the pin show all day. I've made three stops. Franklin Christoph on the first day. Van S pins on the first day, which I got some ink from. I got Bung Box Silent Night, which is a really deep dark blue. Which I think was sold out by the time I got there. Yeah. Yeah. They were hoarding my bottle in, in the Very back. kind of them. Yeah, that was so nice of them. So connected. Yeah, connected. I got the pen connections. Yeah. Yeah. What does that give me? No, I'm just kidding. But you, you just said what you got. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Um, and then that was the only two tables I visited yesterday. And how many vendors do y'all think are here? Let's say 50? Yeah, sounds about right. 40 That's, to 50 yeah. individual vendors. So I made it to those two vendors yesterday, and then I made it to the Lamy 2000 guy today. I have not had time to walk around the backside of our table, much less go shop around the show. But we're going to work on that tomorrow. I think the three of us are going to go shopping together. Yes, I, I think that's a good plan. Yeah. And actually, even for me, um, I have not actually like walked from table to table. Mm-hmm. What happens is I will get to a table and someone will be like, no, you need to go over there. Yeah. And Or I'll get a text message or someone will call me yeah. and be like, no, they have this thing. You need to go see it right now. Yeah. I mean, even the other vendors are like, Oh, you like that? You should go over and see that guy at the end. So it's like, I, you know, like if people were trying, because somebody said, somebody came up to me and goes, we must be going along the same path. And I'm like, there is no way anybody could be following me because I'm going around here like a fly drunk on Coke. You know, I'm like, whoa. 
so but it's been fun and because every place i go somebody else is like making a suggestion oh you're looking for more estrobrooks oh this guy over here has yeah. a whole tray of them you know i've only got a few but go over there and visit that guy which has been awesome i mean so it's very i mean they're willing to share with each other and say hey if what you're really looking for is this brand or this type of product like i know this guy has a ton of them or this lady has stuff so. right so that's a pin show feature right you come here and everyone is on the same page they all want the same thing they're here not to sell stuff they're here because they love this community people i don't know i i feel comfortable saying that about them because that's how they act right with the experiences that you've had with people that you don't know and they don't know you and they're willing to say you know, not like brush you off. They want to help you find the things that you're looking for because that's how this community is. So that's like one of the pin show 101 things I've always said is talk to people. They're going to help you. They're going to be super nice and point you in the right direction. And that's why you come to a pin show is to have that engagement with the vendors just to, you know, kind of, if you've never been, it kind of helps you calm down, right? Because a lot of people are telling me, like, this is my first pin show and I'm nervous. And I'm like, here's what you do. And just kind of get that feeling and you kind of settle in. Now, speaking of pin show 101, Mike Hurley failed at that. Would you like to explain no, no. to the crowd what happened? Well, I spent all my money on Friday. Well, I, I spent the majority of the money that I'm going to spend on Friday, but... Mm. I would like to expand on that statement. You spent the majority of the money you were going to spend mm -hmm. on Friday by taking like 10 steps away from the booth without even seeing the rest of the show. But the things that I bought, <laughs> there aren't any more of them. Did you go around the rest of the show to see? No. Okay. I was just checking. Well, because one is the Franklin Christoph booth. Okay. Right? That's fair. So the, yep. my pen, I bought a Model 2 Smoke and Ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the last one. It's and really... I love that pen. I, I don't have that one the last medium cursive italic nib. Yes. With the Masayama grind. So yes. that I wouldn't have been able to get that. So I was right in doing that. Yes. And I bought the Sailor that you have. What is the mm. model? It's the Sapporo. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not the Pro Sapporo. Gear. It's the Pro Gear. The Sapporo is the smaller one. The Pro Gear is the full-size Sailor in... Orange. Orange. Now, the reason I bought that was because I had an appointment with Mike Masayama and the enabler himself, Mr. Thomas Hall, told me Masayama worked on Sailor for 20 years. Yeah, he worked for them. So he said, if you want, mm -hmm. because I said I wanted it, he said, if you mm -hmm. want it, buy it now so you can get it in your appointment because you only get two nibs. Mm -hmm. And it would have maybe I wouldn't have got another appointment until late Saturday or Sunday. Mm -hmm. And then I also, one was a pen that I'd already requested, which was from Dan Bishop. Mm-hmm which was a, I got another ink. I got it in steel with a, a copper uh, right. grip. Right. So, yes, I spent all my money quickly, but I think they were wise purchases. I, I will let you completely off the hook because you actually did it right. You planned yep. beforehand, right? So we talked about, you know, how my first pen show, I had like this huge list of things and it was not knowing what to expect and not having anyone to tell me that this information I was a little bit let down that I couldn't find all these things just because I didn't know what would really be there. I just assumed whatever I could find online, I'm going to find at the pen show. Not remotely the case at all. You're going to find that stuff, but it's going to be actually more limited. You're going to have a huger selection here um, and a wider range, but it'll take a little work to find the things. So you had a list and you knew right where you could find those things, especially when you're buying from a brand like Franklin Christoph. That's where you're going to buy it from, right? So you did absolutely right by 
marking those things off the list, huh. even though... Well, um, I bought one other thing, which did take a bit of research, mm-hmm. which was something for you. Yeah. This was... Um, yeah. This... I don't... I don't know what to say. Yeah. So it's the... was the vacuumatic... Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it called? Golden Web. Golden Web, which we spoke about a couple of weeks ago. So mm. people might remember a few episodes ago, Brad mentioned a vacuumatic that he liked, which is called the Golden Web. During that show, I started placing eBay bids. <laughs> Unbeknownst to me. Yep. Uh, because I found some in the UK and I just kept getting sniped, kept getting sniped. So I was looking around because the Parker Vacuumatic, which is a pen that we both have. Do you have mm. one? Um, I don't. So, I have it, a fold. I have mm, a Parker Duofold. Yep, right. yep. Because the vacuumatics, like it was at the same at London, same here, they're everywhere. Yeah. Every table that has any vintage has some. Yes. Um, and I, I assume it's because they're beautiful, but mm-hmm. they were very common. Yes. But they look really great. Yeah, and super unique at the time. And even in 2015, still super unique in their filling system. You know, that's why they're so popular now. It's still like a huge deal, even being so common way back in the you know early 1900s. So... I started looking around and I found one of these ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very happy that I did. And I think I got it, looking at what it would have cost me on eBay, I got it for a really good price. Sweet. And there was one other which was more expensive, but it wasn't in as good condition. That's awesome. And I also got the guy, the guy that I bought it from, told me the whole story. Like he restored it himself. Like he found them along with like, this is a story you hear from basically every vendor. But like, <laughs> of the, they'd say, I found this like tray in somebody's attic yep. or in, like a yard sale or, mm-hmm. a, or some sort of like state sale. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, and I replaced the thing inside. But so <laughs> this is something that I did do. He was explaining to me and another guy like the way that the filling system works mm-hmm. on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like you, you unscrew the end mm-hmm. and there's this little uh, wheel that you turn and it pops up the pump mm-hmm. filler. Mm-hmm. So... I did that, mm-hmm. and ink went everywhere. Oh, no, you didn't tell me that. <laughs> so, like, he was just telling me. It was like, oh, you just you pop it up, and you pop up the thing. <laughs> like so I, this? I was doing what he was telling me to do, and ink just went, I went, I'm buying this. Don't worry. <laughs> <Sold>. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. So, uh, yeah, then, then I... You break yeah. it, you buy it. Yep. yep. So it was all okay. He just cleaned it all up for me. Good. Which is why there was a little bit of ink on the nib. Yeah. Because I just exploded it. No problem. Like 20 seconds earlier. No problem. Then you, like, strolled over... I'm sitting there working, you know, and Mike's like standing like closer to me than like he would normally do. Well, you know, I know. I mean, I know we love each of, other. There's a lot of bromance. Going we love on each here. other. So we're always close. But you could tell Mike wanted to tell me something. And I'm, I think I was taking money you, or, doing, yeah. or talking or yep. whatever. And like as soon as I like finished before I could even like shift just a hair, Mike goes, I got a gift for you. <laughs> and he handed me that pen and it was like seriously meaningful and I really appreciate it. That was awesome. Thank so you very much. That was my other purchase. Yeah. You guys are going to make me all like, <laughs> over here watching it's, you too. This has been an emotional weekend just because it's been so great. It's yeah. been yet yeah, just the, the people and the energy around. And I've been running on adrenaline like for two days straight and oh. it's like catching up, but man, I have it's a been like really, yeah. How many people have stopped and said, "You're Brad Dowdy. Can I shake your hand? Can I, I lost, hug you?" I lost count. We've taken. I lots love of your pic- blog. We've taken lots of pictures. We've done lots of autographs. You've done autographs. I've done autographs. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I've had people not looking for me catch me as I'm walking by because they hear the voice and I see their head turn. Like, I've heard that. Are you the? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, that's hey, been a couple of people. It's so funny, like when like Brad's buying pens from West Germany. Like I'm standing at the table, and people keep coming by, and they're like, they look. I was, I was like, he's not here right now. He'll be <laughs> yeah, back, and back at the knock, back at the knock table. I'm away from yeah. the knock table. They come looking for me. Yeah. So well, at, at one point yesterday, you were walking through the show, and mm-hmm. you had about half a dozen people following you. And I'm like, Brad's got a posse. <laughs> so it was this uh, group of students came by today. Um, this was... It was their fourth time, I think, of trying to find you. They stopped at the knock table f- the four times looking for me. And I don't even think I was gone too, too long. But we had lunch and we it stepped was over, out. It, it was, was different. Like, over yeah, different over di- they were the at the show shopping. They yeah. traveled from Augusta, Georgia, which is about two and a half hours away. Um, to come to the show, and they also wanted to meet me. And they kept the guys kept telling me they kept coming. They when I got back, I just came back around the table when they were finally in. Either you or Jeff pointed this group of group of kids out that were standing over there, and they're not kids, you know, young adults, twenty year olds. And uh, they came over, and they're like, "Brad, they've been looking for you." I'm like, "Like how?" Like I would. The, my first thought was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> and then it was like, "No, they wanted to meet you. They've been by the table like four times." So. Hi guys from Augusta. I forget all y'all's names, but y'all were awesome. So we took a bunch of pictures, and uh, it's really been kind of neat. So there's a funny moment, like when one of the times you were away, because obviously I'd been back, and Jeff was like, "Oh, he's here now." To mm-hmm. me, right? Mm-hmm. And I said hi, and they were like, "You, Brad?" I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff thought that they were looking for me yeah. because I'd like you know because I've traveled all this way, but no, they just wanted to see you. They didn't care about me. Yeah, but let's not be you know that self-centered. Okay. There's been a bunch of people looking for you. Yep. There's been a bunch of people looking for Anna. There's been, once it's we amazing. started telling all the people that were actually going to be here, those people were looking for those other people that they knew were going to be here. And it's just like this whole web that we have of awesomeness, the web of awesomeness. Write that on your knock cards and slide them under the door. Yeah, but that's like a weird analog title suggestion system which we <laughs> proposed earlier on. So I want to talk about, I want to come back to that because yeah. that's like the, the, the kind of like the community aspect. Mm-hmm. I also want to talk about nib work. Yes. But before we do that, let me thank our, our final sponsor for this week. Okay. And that's our friends over at Mashdrop who are an online community for enthusiasts of all kinds from audio and electronics to quilting and cooking. It's a place for you to connect with people like you to discuss your favorite products and activities and buy them together. That's what Mashdrop does. They represent a new type of online experience that combines community, content, and commerce. Mashdrop offers a place where enthusiasts can meet online and connect over the products they love. A forum, they offer that as well. You you can vote on and discuss the products that you're passionate about. And it also provides you with a platform where you can connect directly to manufacturers and buy the products together to get bulk pricing. They're not a flash sale website. They're not a deal site. They're just a place that helps you work with people like you to get stuff that you want from the people that you love. The thing that is most important to the people over at Mashdrop is that they want to build communities around the things that they love and the things that people love and the things that we all love together because that's what they really love doing. They're not just about cr- like creating flash deals and stuff like that. They want to basically create a platform that people who are like-minded and enthusiastic about things can get things at great deals and also discuss the stuff that they love as well. Um, I know that group buys is something that are really important to people in the pen community, especially when we spend so much money at these pen shows. Um, and some of the stuff that we buy is really expensive. Like we've yeah. all spent quite a bit of money today. We've been saving for it. But buying in bulk can really help lower the price and mm-hmm. stuff for online orders. And this is where a service like Mashdrop can help. They have 
they get prices like 20 to 30% off brands like Pelican, Frank and Christoph, who we mentioned before. They, mm-hmm. they, they're they all on MashDrop from yep. time to time. Now, one that um, the guys over at MashDrop sent to me today, which is fantastic, they're doing a stainless steel Lamy 2000 for $235. Yeah, so it's weird spending money at the pen show and feeling that you need to go make a purchase of a pen that you've been eyeballing for like a long time that I haven't been around like looking at the pen show. That's a really good deal (laughs) (laughs) on the the Lamy 2000 stainless. I mean, I just bought a Lamy 2000 ballpoint today. So um, the stainless for that price is um, going to make me perk up a little bit and go, you know, poke around and and see how many buttons I mash before, you know, I, I complete the, <laughs> complete the order. And uh, I just have one thing else to say about that. Hey, Matthew. Yeah, he's been looking for one. <laughs> so this these these deals are totally worth checking out. If you want to find out more, go to dro.ps slash the pen addict and sign up. Thank you so much to Mashdrop for supporting this show and all of Relay FM. So let's talk about Nibwork. Yeah, so when we talked about pen show prep stuff, we discussed kind of the things kind of just laying out a game plan for people who've never been before, just so you kind of have an idea and you're not going in totally blind. And People who've never been, one of the things a lot of them want to get done is nib work. Um, They have a pen that's not working right, or they have a pen that they need adjusted to write differently, or they want to take a really gushing broad nib and turn it into a stub or italic nib. And our recommendation was, if that's the type of work you want to get done, walk into the pen show, head straight to the person doing that work, and put your name on the list. So we did that Friday. Um, I had two pens to get work on. You had two pens to get work on. And you've got something for tomorrow, right? I have an appointment, but I haven't quite figured out what I'm going to get done. But everybody was like, if you're thinking about it, sign up. The worst thing that could happen is that I could go, I could get to that point and not be ready to make a decision. And so I just say, I'm sorry, cross my name off the list. And it means the next person gets bumped up. So it's not a huge big deal. And I've got some ideas, but I'm definitely Mm going to continue to talk to you guys about what you recommend. For sure. For sure. And one of my favorite people in the world that I've ever met in the pin community is Mike Masuyama. And I've only met him at the pin show. And I met him at first through Thomas Hall, which is the king enabler. He He tries to foist that title on me. We've had long discussions about this today and, Thomas is at the top of the enabling chain, although uh, Lee Reyes um, also yeah, very bad. Yeah, <laughs> she she's she might be the she's definitely the queen, but she's, she could be an enabler. Except she bought the pen that she was supposed to enable me to buy. <laughs> so <laughs> right. So Thomas introducing me into Mike's work one, and then Mike as a person. Um, too has been really really good um i have a great relationship with mr masayama he's a really genuinely nice guy um people will be intimidated by a guy sitting behind a machine with his head down you know with a loop out and working on these these pins you know behind this you know little screen so you know you're with you know like a uh, splash guard, you know, so you're not getting stuff on you. You know, you look at this and it's like, this is scary and intimidating. His wife is also really nice. She so she was nice. super, it, it kind of made it a little bit easier for me to go ahead and schedule the appointment yep. and be like, okay, I'm, I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. But so just for everyone's kind of knowledge on how this works, um, Mike Hurley and I, when we got in Friday morning, we had our names on the list probably 10 o'clock. 
because um, we were there at nine setting up and yep. we put our names on early yeah, before. Yeah, Dudek was like, I'm going to put all our names down. Yeah. So we were like third, fourth, and fifth in line already at that time. And it was afternoon yeah. before our turns came up, like one, two o'clock in the afternoon. And we were early on the list. So it takes a little time because what Mike does is he talks to you about what do you want? How do you write? What do you want it to feel like? What's your expectation of the result of this? And takes all that information and here's what you can and can't do. So like I had a Nakaya that I wanted to change up the nib a little bit. It's really close to being how I wanted to. And in talking to him and discussing what my end result should be, he led me down a path, including sketch drawings. Yeah, that was so awesome when he drew that out Yeah, here. of exactly what I'm saying, what it looks like, and what he can do, all in this same little drawing. And then we came to a decision together. He's like, okay, I got it. And then you just kind of kick back in your chair, let him do magic, and he's grinding away and cleaning and inspecting. Like jokes and like yeah. it, it's really fun. Yeah, yeah. So you just let you just let the magician work. And so did you take him anything specific being left-handed? Like, was were there any specific requests that you made? I didn't, but he did. I did show him, and he did note it. So I don't know if he maybe made a difference with it. But there was, um, I think I was talking to Dave, and he was saying that he he said like, I'm a lefty, mm-hmm. and. Like I, I, you know, I want you to think about that. So, what Mike did is he ground the pen to a point, and then he gave the pen to Dave and made him write on sandpaper, so he could see where it marked, and then he ground the nib down that way. I was like, whoa! <laughs> and Dave got the um, architect grind, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he handed it to me, and I played with it, and I'm like, oh no, now I want one of these. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It was amazing, and because I I do think that he made a, an effort to to hit yeah. that because Dave has the same sort of upside down writing. Book, like the yes, book we both like, do. Yeah, so I yeah. put it in my hand, and usually somebody will hand me a pen, and I'm like, it may or may not write right. the way that I want it to, and it was like, oh, right. So the whole <laughs> point of this is guys like Mike Masuyama and like everyone else here at the show is here to help you. They want you to be not just satisfied, but like over the moon and they will work and work and work to make that happen. And uh, that's what Mike does. And it's interesting because when you, there's other, I've been to other events, like when you go to a flea market or something mm-hmm. and you, you see that pen in that case, you got to do the whole like super cool, cool head, cool. So um, how much is that? Yeah. You know, and, you know, hopefully like your excitement doesn't show on your face because then somebody's all of a sudden going to add $10 to the yeah, price because exactly. they know you want that piece. Right. Um, here, it's totally the opposite. Yep. Like I walked up to this table, this this gentleman had a whole tray of Astrobrooks and I was just going bananas. <laughs> and I was like, Wait, do I want this one or this one? Do I want this one or this one? I was so excited to get them. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me and he goes, these are going to a good home. I'm going to knock 20 bucks off the price. I'm yep. like, that doesn't happen anywhere yeah. else. And I had someone else. I went and talked to somebody about a, um, a Pelican that he had. Mm-hmm. And he says, you look like someone would, that would be a good home for this pen. And he's like, what if I make you a deal? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that doesn't, like any place else, if you act that excited about something, they'd be like, how much more money can I get out of you? Yep. Which is a, it's a cool experience and it's a very different, you know, you can ask somebody if you really like a pen yeah. and the price on there is a little out of your price range, if they can work with you. And I think 
most people are fairly flexible about it. Some are like, no, that's a, I mean, there's a lot of work that I put sure. into this, but at least they're, they're not trying to really, I mean, like they want to make money right. so that they can continue to do this, but right. they aren't trying to hoodwink anybody right. or try to, you know, just make a buck. Yeah. It's a super consistent theme that you'll see like in just from my experience, Atlanta's the only show I've been to and this is my third time, but the experience never changed. It, it's continually the same, which is continually awesome. So I I had two two pens. Yeah. So I I had my my Edison, my custom Edison, because mm-hmm. there was just something not right about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I gave it to Mike. He just took a look at it. He's like, "Yep, I can totally see what it is." Mm-hmm. And he just worked on it. Like right. I just, all I said to him was, "It just doesn't feel right." Like right. I didn't know what else to say. Like I had Brad. Like we. Uh, had us done together, right? Yes. He did yours and he did mine because yeah. I was a little bit intimidated. Mm-hmm. Sure. I didn't really know. You didn't know how to speak to the language yeah. of of pin grind language, yeah. right? You didn't know how to say what I want Masuyama to accomplish for me, how to relay that information. But my, even if, if it, I wasn't there, Mike would just take over, right? Like if I wasn't pointing you in this direction or telling Masuyama what we had talked about previously, how we need to look at this, Mike would take over and just like he did with Dave, show me, Yeah. put your pen in your hand, write with this. And if you're wanting something that you don't have currently, he'll reach over. He like, he grabbed me two or three different pens when I was getting one of mine uh, stubbed and he's like, write with these. Let me see. Let me see how small you write. We were talking about how small I write. He was he thought it was hilarious. He was, he he was ridiculous. He was dogging me a little bit. And then he's like picking these out. He's watching me. And he's gonna be able to make that recommendation just from watching me because that's his job. I mean, he's a super professional. So like if I wasn't even there, he's gonna direct that traffic, right? He's gonna he's gonna make sure like you're going to leave with a pen that's going to make your jaw drop. And oh, a nib, I should say. And uh I, I think you got some jaw dropping work done it, it was incredible like all i said to him was it doesn't feel right because that, that's all i could say right because i didn't know i couldn't like really mm-hmm. express what was wrong with it like mm-hmm. but he just tried it and he was like yeah i know what it is mm-hmm. and then he was doing this really interesting thing where he like balanced the end of the pen, of the pen on his finger and was just mm-hmm. dragging it along the page i think mm-hmm. he was trying to see where it was scratching yeah and he started working on it and he was like i'm gonna make this. i don't know why he did this but he's like i'm gonna make this look like a mont blanc Okay. He was just like, because this, this when no. you left, you'd left yeah. at this point. Right, right. And he was like, I'm just going to, he says, I, w- I want to make this look like a Mont Blanc nib. Mm-hmm. And he started working on it and he ground it down and then he gave me his loop at the end mm-hmm. and he had me look at it and he like, was like explaining what he did. Mm-hmm. And then later in the evening, I told Thomas Hall this mm-hmm. and I showed Thomas mm-hmm. and then he grabbed a Mont Blanc that he had mm-hmm. and he was showing me and I don't, like yeah. it was just the way it was slanted on one side. And it looked just like the Mont Blanc nib yeah. that Thomas had. And, and I just think that Mike was just like, I wanted to have a bit of fun. And he was like, I'm going to make it look like this. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, you didn't even tell me that. That's no. Now we have to see cool. I want to play with it. I want to yeah. try it out. It's yes. fantastic. And then also I took in the sailor and he just tuned it. Like, yes. And that was really awesome. Like he turned the pen around like, and basically put his fingers into the nib and was like prying it open to look mm-hmm. inside. It was mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. And he, he didn't really do too much to it. He was just like positioning it. It right. was it was a really awesome experience. Yeah, it was a new pin that didn't have any issues that we just you wanted to get tuned a little bit. You want you have the opportunity to have something done that's not easily done anywhere else, but here 
today, yeah. right? So you go do that. He has right. 20 years experience with these nibs. Yeah, like, yeah, and even more after that doing all his uh, yeah. his own work. So yeah, um, if we haven't uh, heaped enough praise on Mr. Masayama, we uh, all think very highly of him. And uh, you know, you hear us, you hear me talking about him a lot on the show. And there's there's a good reason why. So the last thing I want to talk about today is kind of, it's like a double part. It's like the knock party that we had last night yeah. and just a little bit more about the community. So like, it's so awesome that we have everyone here. Mm-hmm. Like so many people that we talk about on the show, so many listeners of the show came down. We've just had a great time together and like, it's not over yet. Unfortunately, a couple of people had to leave. Like Mike Dudek had to leave because mm-hmm. um, it was his son's birthday. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's a fair enough excuse. Yeah. I suppose. Happy birthday, little dude. Yep. And uh, so it was great. It's just been really great to have everyone here. And one of the things that I've loved, and this was the same, like, so we had a party at Knock. Everyone came down. Mm-hmm. It was raining, so we were all crammed in the workshop. Mm-hmm. Um, something that was really great, and we, we posted some pictures of these. Like, the streamers, the, like, they made streamers, and the streamers were some of the insides, like, the yellow insides of the Kickstarter cases right. for the Kickstarter project. Right, so everyone who backed the Kickstarter project, your case... Flap was at the party. It was, <laughs> and it had your. Uh, it told me it had a good time. Um, it said the beer was excellent and the pizza was <laughs> awesome. It was a little upset about the weather, but uh, they were inside the whole time, so your cases didn't get wet. But uh, yeah, they really enjoyed the party. So yeah. got to see Jeff make some cases like right in front of me, which is insane. Yeah, and he's he's like got a mad wizard. skills. Emily, no, uh, uh, Ashley, Ashley, yeah, and Ashley sat down and just started sewing yeah, and it became town. it became everybody just was riveted yeah. to watch her so yeah. and and we were like are we making you nervous and she's yeah. like no i just pretend you're not here yeah yeah she does and we were actually wanted to do more demonstration type stuff but since we like couldn't like release the pressure of people outside and because it was raining so much it was it came a little crowded because everyone would be kind of just kind of clamoring over mm-hmm. everything to see everything so we wanted to do some more like sh- demonstration stuff but it ended up working out in the end uh, pretty well. But the party itself was uh, fascinating. It's, everyone is so much on the same page in this community. And we talked about it in the car. You and I drove together mm-hmm. to the show. And it doesn't matter what the community is, but if you're part of something, no matter if you've never met someone um, in person or you've never even met them, period – but you're kind of part of this this bigger community in a sense, you can just walk up to people and start conversations and you literally have a new best friend like within two minutes. It's unlike anything I've experienced. You don't get this in a lot of realms. This is one where that happens. And I I think we kind of all experience that like at a place like the party where we're all kind of there together. It was um, one of of my favorite moments was my friend Amanda came Mm -hmm. with me to the party and uh, um, she met Punky, mm-hmm. Casey, mm-hmm. and the two of them, I think, actually work on the same base. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so all of a sudden they were speaking entirely in army yep. and pens at the same time. Yep. And the rest of us are all like, we're backing away. Yeah. We're backing away. <laughs> and they must have talked for half an hour yep. and animatedly and excitedly. And yep. it was like, these are two people that potentially may have never met before or Absolutely. known that they had so many things in common right. and just collided at the party and had a really good time. Yep. and was awesome. And one of my favorite things like about talking to people and meeting with people, everyone just hands their pens out to each other. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> so Mark, one of the guys who helped he organize put, this for us. He brought Mark Backus runs the Atlanta Pen Show. 
Well, that's that's what Brad says. He's one, he he helps out. Yes. He helps out a lot, yes. and he helps us out with a lot of this. So thank you, yeah. Mark, because he really has he helped. Cool legitimately a helped a lot. Um, he was just showing me some stuff this morning, and he gives me this sailor, right? Mm-hmm. And it's this orange sailor, like, and it's it's got ridges like all the mm-hmm. way down. And I'm trying it, and he goes, "Try it out." So he's like, "I try it out." He's explain, yeah, he's yeah, explaining he's to me, like, some of the lineage of it, and I give it back to him. He's like, "They made 25 of those," and I nearly passed out. I was like, <laughs> "Why are you letting me touch this?" <laughs> and this is like this thing, like, there are people that will just give you pens that I'm not like they they're like four figure sums of money. Yeah, and just like try it. Yeah, and that's everyone is like that. Like I I took a picture on Instagram. We'll put it in the show notes, and it was uh, Lee Reyes brought her pens to the show and at the party at the party excuse me yes yeah. thank you and she just grabbed a chair at our shop our shop is you know garage-esque but it's our shop and we love it um, she just grabs a little chair flips over a bucket and lays out this pen spread and she opens it up you know it's like the gold briefcase in Pulp Fiction right it's just the light hits you and it's just you know Nakai and Danitrio and what everything that she brought all these amazing pens and she's literally holding court in this little corner of the shop for hours and people are just funneling through Mm -hmm. and coming pulling up other chairs and handing the pens try this try this try this and once I saw her doing that I started walking around to other people who I knew were like really new at this, like, you know, not people who have done this for a few years or have some mm-hmm. experience with like fountain pens, but people who would be nervous, who don't know Lee from anyone. And I would walk up to him. I'm like, let me explain to you what's happening over here and who this is and what she's showing these people. And this is your chance to go try a pen that you will never try again in your life. Mm-hmm. literally ever and, and also again. without ever having any sales pressure or anything yeah. she's just letting you try it yep. like try it out see if you like it then yep. you can pursue it yep. as a, if that's something that you want yeah. or again a pen you'd never have another opportunity yeah. because there's no way you could you afford will, it because a lot of them are like they're custom they're custom they're limited edition they only mm-hmm. made seven of them yeah. i mean like she there's six she's got <laughs> six of them yeah so everyone i said this to said no i'm not going over there and doing that i was let me explain it to you again. You will never, ever in your life have the experience that is five feet away, right there. Held in the hands of some of the nicest, the nicest woman mm-hmm. I think I've ever met. Yep. Just, yep. I mean, I had lunch with her today yeah. and literally we all just started pouring pens out on the table yep. and everybody was passing everything around. Yeah. And then we got the slack notice that there was a, a pen and ink tryout. Uh, yeah. Just, uh, sort of randomly hosted in the yep. in the lobby and yep. um people were just bringing their pens and mm-hmm. like i just got this nib ground you guys yeah. want to try it um hey i've got this bottle of this very rare ink mm-hmm. would you like to dip and try it out and see yep. if you like the color yep. crazy it is i passed one pen around and i had one of my Astrobrooks with a kind of a rare nib on it mm-hmm. and when it came back around um casey was like i cleaned it for you it's spotless yeah i'm like oh okay great i'm putting it in the end of my case because now i don't have to clean that one later yeah so lee at the party was one of my personal highs i mean there was a ton of highlights it it was the party was really really awesome um you know despite the rain it it went off uh, really well but i i want to talk a little bit more about like i was saying about lee letting people try Mm -hmm. but like about how you were talking about everyone just bringing their pins out, letting everyone try anything. I thought something super telling happened today. 
um, this afternoon I was by myself working the table at um, the knock table and our friend Joe Lebo comes up to me and he wanted to show me he has one of the original altar manufacturing cases which predates knock that was the name of Jeff Brookwicky's company when he sent me the first pin case that we eventually turned into knock and Joe has one of the original ones one that I don't even have with this orange tag that's really cool and he said, I wanted to bring this by to show it to you. And I was like, oh, good. And we were just talking. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, we're having this, um, like this pen, you know, meet up and testing it out there. I just left all my pens out there and I just wanted to come show you this. You, that says a lot, that statement for someone to not, not even blink to leave like their most prized possessions. These mean a lot to us. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. This it's pens are kind of our thing. You know, yeah. we like pens, um, to have that philosophy permeate through the community where that's like a thing that you just do it. When Joe said, I didn't say any, it didn't hit me when Joe said it, but I was like, wow. Yeah. That says a lot about what this community brings. And, uh, and we have you to thank for so much yeah. of this. You know that. Yeah. You so know? are you, buddy. No, don't say that. I mean, without, without, I mean, you've really helped to build the community and, mm. you know, we do whatever we can to help mm. can, you know, carry it on. But, you know, without that opportunity yeah. and the, the, the forum that you created and Slack has been great for us to get even more involved yep. with, in each other's business. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> in all sorts of ways, whether it's, hey, I've got a pen I need to, you know, I need to sell, mm -hmm. need to make a little money for the pen show. Yeah. Um, to, hey, you know, I, I just found this deal on this ink. I know yeah. everybody's looking for it. Right. Go this way. Um, has been great. I mean, it's yeah. been such an opportunity. And um, even today, somebody said, hey, I, I know you took a picture. Is there any way I can get an original? And yeah. I'm like, yeah. And I just... Um, direct message them on slack i'm like yeah. because i could upload the file and here you go you've got the picture i didn't have yep. to ask him for his email address and yep. chase all that down i'm like done done and done yep i've been doing that a bunch too send me that send me that send me that yeah. like i you know saying about all this stuff like i'm way i felt the last couple of days way more confident just to taking someone's pens and just using them yeah and in the same way like if someone mentioned something that i have or like i'm showing someone something like even if i've never met them before i mm. just give it to them yeah like there you go try it like it, there's there's a pad there just try it out. yeah it, it's a real strange phenomenon for outsiders to like not that they would hear this show but like people wouldn't un you do what now and you just let them what how much and what and you don't know where it is mm, yeah yeah, this happens in this community. But it's really special. The only other time I've ever had experiences like this was I was in a um, scooter club, uh -huh. and you would literally I've seen just pictures. I would you would literally just hand, like anybody else in the club, you just hand them the keys to your bike, yeah. or you know, just be like, go take it for a spin. Yep. And you know, next thing you know, you see like I had a very small bike, and I'd see like a three hundred pound, six <laughs> foot four guy like on my bike. I'm like, look. <laughs> but amazing, I mean, I it's it, it it you have to have a really connected community like that mm -hmm. to to be able to just hand somebody a pen and be yeah. like hey try it out let mm -hmm. me know what you think you know if it is something that you're wanting to buy like why not bar borrow mine yep. and sit for ha half an hour and just yeah. fiddle with it and doodle and we'll talk and we'll have a beer and then you can decide do you really want to buy that yeah. or not so it's a great i mean i this whole experience has been just epic i don't know that yeah. i could put it into words i know the I last thing that i want to talk about mm -hmm. which is just a quick mention we're talking about community and that's kind of stuff what did you get this morning? I forgot about this already. Okay. So 
the guy that runs the pin show, Mark Backus. We mentioned him <laughs> in this this episode. So he comes up to the table. This is early on today. This is like they have pre-show hours, so we weren't very busy from like nine to ten. But Mark's there because he runs the show, and he comes up to me. He says, "Hey, can I borrow an index card?" Is perfect yeah, person said, to ask. Said yeah. No, and yeah. sent him away. So he's he sees the stack there. He's <laughs> like, "Hey, can I borrow an index card?" He comes back, like he walks away, and we're sitting right across from Mike Masayama and Mark and Mike are real close. Um, so he goes and sits over there by Masayama and I don't, whatever he's doing, whatever with the card needs to make a note and I'm doing, getting set up, probably selling something, whatever. Mark comes back over, hands me the index card, except under the card is a three pack of field notes, butcher orange. No way. That I don't have that I've been looking for for years. You don't have, nobody has. Okay. Almost nobody has. There's few people. A sealed three. A sealed three pack. And he got and on this index card is here's what I would like in trade for this. You know, and mm-hmm. he like he knows let's make a deal. He's gone to sit down to make a mental list because he knows the things that I have. And he says, These are and like, you know, like way less than like if he went to eBay and threw this out there. Like he's being like So firstborn child? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> we might could make that deal. <laughs> My kids don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> um but no, his like I, I didn't know what to say. It's like my jaw dropped. He's like, so what do you think? Can you do this? I'm like Yeah. Uh, seriously? Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, I like this pen and I like this pen and this maybe other three pack of field notes. And he's like so nonchalant about the whole thing and I can't talk at this time. So I was like, yeah, he's like, okay, see ya. And and I'm just standing here so holding this. he just this. left you. Yeah, well, he literally, he's like, all right, I'll talk to you later. But see ya. And uh, I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm like. The briefcase full of money was slid under the table yeah, later. It's like, <laughs> my first thing, I got to take a picture of this. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I hadn't been that giddy all show. And, you know, it was glad they got me in the morning because, you know, in the afternoons, you kind of get this little crash thing going. So um, we're just waiting for you to, like, break into and to write your shopping lists, right? Yeah. 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 Every already, day now. Yeah. I have the open one that I can start writing in upstairs. So, but the three packs stay in sealed. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. One of each. One of each sealed. So, yes, that was a pretty special moment this morning. And, a weekend full of special moments. There were a lot. I had several people just hand me things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like. Yeah. Like gifts. People are bringing you like well, gifts for a, yeah. like what nonstop. About the, what about the two boxes of donuts? Yeah. That was an epic. Yeah. Those, I don't know what kind, where they came from, but yeah. there was just like things. and funny shapes and covered in yep. cocoa puffs. Not just pens and paper and ink show up. No. Lots of things show up. Two dozen donuts. Yeah, just like out of the blue, like here you go for everybody, and yeah. it's been awesome. Yeah, really, it's been really cool. Yeah, thank there's, you. There's one more day left. That we're yeah, see, we're not even done yet. No, again, like you've heard us talk about how much of a great time we're having, mm-hmm. and again, thanks to you guys mm-hmm. for making it happen. Thank you. Um, and I hope that more of you will join us next year. Yeah, I. You keep saying that, like it's like definitive. We're, this we're gonna make this happen. I well, you're gonna think, be here. So. I assume so. I'll definitely be here. I'm gonna make it happen. Nice. After all of the pictures, now my husband's like, okay, maybe I'll come next yeah, year. I think we can get something done about that. Yeah. So yeah, thank y'all both so much for being part of this. It it wouldn't be the same uh, without y'all here, and I wouldn't have it any other way. 
So thank you all for listening to this week's episode. Of course, we have some show notes, which you can find over at relay.fm slash penaddict slash 150. I keep forget, forgetting, like, it's episode 150 yeah, as well. Yeah, it's like official podcasting business. This is episode 150. That's yep. a big deal. Yep, we can only count in 50s now. That's how that's how long this show has been <laughs> going for. Um, thanks again to our sponsors, Linda, Penchele, and Mashdrop. Thank you all for listening. Until next week, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. Say goodbye, Anna. Goodbye, Anna.